Uh, is there anything that you can think of that's maybe special about today? Anything? What is it? Yeah, today, I don't know if you knew this. Okay, I don't know if you knew this. I'm going to help you out. Today, again, this may be news to you, so I'm going to help you out. Today is the last day of school. You're done. That's it. How you feel? Doesn't that feel good? Man, there is, there is nothing better than summer. Here's why. Summer is so good because summer, because summer is freedom, right? Summer is like, finally, I'm free. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, wherever I want, with whoever I want, right? It's like, it's like I, got, I got no more schoolwork. I got no more teachers. I got no more homework. I got no more like school at all unless you're in summer school. But other than that, if that's not you, then you're free, right? And chances are, chances are, you probably already have some ideas of what you want to do with your freedom. So do this. Turn to the person next to you for the next 20 seconds. Tell them what you're planning on doing this summer. Go ahead, tell them. Okay, okay, bring it back in. Bring it back in. Uh, I heard a few things. I'm going to try to sum it up for you. Some of you, some of you, uh, I heard you say something like, here's what I'm doing this summer. I'm going to the beach and I'm never coming back, man. Like, I'm going, I'm going to get a tan. I'm going to be so tan, y'all won't even recognize me, right? Like, you're super pumped. Anyone going to the beach? You're ready for the beach? Yeah, we got to, that's right. That's right. I heard you. Some of you, okay. Some of you are the more adventurous types. Some of you are a little bit more, you know, maybe outdoorsy. And so you've already set aside your Enos and your Chacos. And you're like, you're like, look, here's the deal. If it can be Enoed, it will be Enoed this summer. So help me. Like, I'm going to figure out how to stack five Enos high. Some of you are like, Steve, that's nothing, dude. I'm doing six Enos high. You know, so you got your plans. You're going to have campfires, all that stuff. Some of you, okay, some of you, um, some of you ladies, some of you ladies, your attention maybe over the summer turns towards a guy, right? Some of, some of you ladies are like wanting to hang out with a guy. Some of you guys, hey, hey, come on, I know. Some of you guys are like, I'm going to be hanging out with that girl all summer. That's what I'm going to be, you know? I know, I know you. Some of you, some of you are like, actually, Steve, actually, Steve, let me tell you about my girl. My girl's name is is Netflix. I'm going to be hanging out with Netflix all summer long. I'm going to be watching some movies, some TV shows. Okay. Here's the deal. All of us, whether you're like new to M12, whether this is your first time here, whether you've been here before, all of us have plans for what we want to do this summer. But here's the problem. Okay. This is, this is the only issue that I've got with summer. And maybe you kind of feel the same tension that I feel. This is the only problem that I have with summer. And it's this. Summer goes to fast. Come on. Favorite retweet. You know what I mean? It's like, or yeah, it's like it goes too fast, right? It's like, it's like it's May and it's like the end of the school year and you're really excited about all your plans for the summer and then you blink and summer is over and your parents are like, let's go back school shopping. And you're like, what happened? You know, it's like, where did June and July go? You know, summer goes by too fast. In fact, whether you realize this or not, the, clou the countdown, sorry about that, the countdown clock 
has already started. Whether you realize it or not, I'm going to help you out. Here's how many more days you have left of summer. You only have 80 days left. I know. 80 days left of summer. Okay, let me help you out. There's more. There's more. That means you only have almost 2,000 hours left. And that's it. And you and I both know that like a thousand of those goes towards Netflix. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you barely got that left. Let's get a little bit more specific. Some of you are not happy with me right now, but that's okay. You have 115,000 minutes. 115,000 minutes to do whatever you want. All your kind of summer plans that you have. 115,000 minutes. And if you don't have anxiety yet, I'm going to help you out. One more. You have 7 million seconds this summer. 7 million seconds and all of the plans all of the ideas all the dreams all the things that you want to do this summer have to fit inside those seven million seconds in fact I remember I remember for me uh it was it was this summer between my eighth grade and ninth grade year okay and so some of you can relate maybe that's where you're at right now um, and, and you got to know this about me. Some of you know this about me. Some of you don't. For some of you, there's going to be a, a real big kind of shock and surprise, okay? So brace yourself. Um, when I was a student, when I was a student, I was, uh, how do I put this? Uh, I was a nerd, okay? I know, it's shocking. You're like, how on earth? We could have never guessed with your giant glasses, right? Okay, so when I, was, when I was a student, I was a nerd. By the way, are there any people that, like, you just own that? You're like, dude, I'm totally a nerd too. Can I see you? Yeah, yeah, raise your hands. That's it. Hey, don't be ashamed. Hey, here's the thing about nerds, okay? This one's for free. You can write it down if you want. Here's the thing about nerds, okay? Nerds always win, and they always get the cute girl in the end, okay? And so that's how it worked for me. It was awesome. Catherine is evidence of that. Okay, so anyways, so nerds are always the winner. So, so I was a nerd, okay? I was a nerd when I was, when I was a student, and one of the things that I did that maybe some of you do, and you didn't even know that this was kind of nerd activity, but it's true. One of the things that I did was I played a lot of video games. I know. See, you're there. See, now this is like, you don't even have to be a nerd, but when I was a student, you had to be a nerd. So I was a nerd. I played some video games. There was this one video game I was super pumped up about, and I looked at all the time I had over the summer, and I said, I'm going to spend part of my summer playing this video game and not just playing the video game I wanted to beat the video game now it was one of these it was one of these video games that like the more you played it the harder it got you know what I'm saying and like you have to save your progress and you had this character that you're like building up and you tried to make him better and all that stuff so it was one of those games and um every time you did something good you would save your progress and every time you did something bad that you would choose to just kind of discard like forget that well it had a neat feature on the game Okay, this is the neat feature. The neat feature was every time you saved your progress, it would track the number of minutes that you spent playing the game, which is pretty cool. So then you could say, oh, I spent like 20 minutes playing the game or whatever. Well, anyways, I'm, I'm playing the game. I'm getting better and better and better at it until finally I get to the end of it and I beat the game. Okay, you're not as excited as I was. So let me try that again. And I need you to like go for it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you, this is a big deal. Okay, so I got to the end of this thing and I beat the game, y'all. That's what I'm talking about, right? And so that's what I did, man. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like looking at the TV screen and I'm fighting the big boss and then I beat him and then I beat the game. You know, I beat the game, y'all. I'm like, I'm like cheering, I'm excited. And then I'm looking at the TV screen. And I'm looking, and I go, is that it? 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, is that it? You know, I was like, is someone going to come through the door and give me a high five or something? Like I beat the game, you know? It's like, what's going to happen? Are there going to be like confetti and balloons or, and there was nothing. And so I remember, I'm telling you, I remember I had, I had the little remote control uh, in my head, like the, the little video game thing. And I had it. And I, and I remember watching the credit scroll and I'm looking and all of a sudden I get this big, like empty feeling. And some of you know what I'm talking about. And it's the feeling of like severe regret. You know, it's like, was that really worth it? You know, it's like all this time. And I'm just sitting there and I'm watching the credits scroll up and I'm just like, oh no. And then I was too curious. So I had to look, and some of you may be wondering the same question. How much time did I actually spend playing this video game? And again, you know, I'm kind of doing the math in my head because I didn't really pay attention to it. And I started thinking, well, it only tracks the time that I saved. So the time that I didn't save, that doesn't really count. But I bet, you know, I spent a lot of time playing this game. So I bet the time that I spent playing this video game, and it's a big deal, it's probably like, probably like 17 or 18 hours, which is a lot. You know, that's like 17 or 18 hours of like nonstop. I mean, that's almost a full day of all you're doing playing this game. And so like, I remember looking at the TV screen and just being like, it's probably set 18, maybe 20, maybe 20 hours. Here's how much time I actually spent playing the video game. 82 hours. And you know that, you know that empty feeling I had? I just got even more empty. You know, it was like, no. And then immediately I started having this thought. The thought I had was, that's 82 hours. 82 hours on this game. I can't get those 82 hours back. Like, I can't reclaim those 82 hours. In fact, at the end of those 82 hours, I'm really no better for it, right? It's like, it's like I'm not any better at life. I don't have any better friendships. Nothing is really better. In fact, the emptiness that I kind of started with, like when I started playing this game, it's even more empty now. And I just have tons and tons of regret. And I remember looking at those 82 hours, and I had this thought about time. And some of you already know this, and some of you already get this. Time, this is actually in your notes, so you can write this down. Time is a use it or lose it sort of deal. And that's the way it always works. Whether you like it or not, time is a use it or lose it sort of thing. Which means that no matter what you do or what your plans are, time's going to be going by. And you can either use it for something good or you can lose it like I did. Because that's just the way that time works. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this summer, this summer can be so dangerous for us because we look at the number of hours that we have we look at the number of seconds that we have i mean millions of seconds hundreds of thousands of minutes all these days that we have and because we have all of this time we begin to think that we we can just do anything and oh my gosh i can't wait for the summer but the problem is the problem for us is the more you have the more you waste and this is true in every area of life but oh my gosh it's so true of time that the more you have the more you waste. In fact, this is true of food, right? And, 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 and I, uh, I'm a guy that likes eating some food, okay? So I need you to imagine this with me real quick, okay? Imagine that you're kind of in my seat and you're kind of in my shoes and you decide to go to one of your favorite restaurants, which is, of course, Waffle House, okay? So you go, because it's like, how could you not, right? So you go to Waffle House, and again, I don't know what you normally eat. You probably have a little menu item that you get. I'm gonna tell you what I get. And it's a really simple order. It's just really simple. Um, when I go to Waffle House, I get a triple order of hash browns, scattered, smothered, covered, chunked, and topped with a side of cheese, eggs, and raisin toast. Amen. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's pray. That's good. Okay, so 
Um, so every time I go, that's what I get, and it's a big plate of food. Now, here's what I want you to imagine, okay? Imagine with me, I need you to kind of put on your thinking cap and imagine. Imagine you sit down at Waffle House, and you're me, okay? So you sit down, and the waitress comes up to you, and she says, hey, hun, how you doing? Because that's what they say, right? They're like, hey, hun, how you doing? And so you say, hey, I'm good. Here's what I'd like. Simple order, triple order of hash browns, scattered smother, covered chunked and top, cider raisin toast, and cheese eggs. Can we do that? And so she says, yeah, we can do that. But then instead of bringing out your plate of food, she brings out three of these plates of food, okay? Three orders of a triple order of hash brown, scattered, smothered, covered, chunked and top with a side of raisin toast and a side of cheese eggs, okay? That's what she brings out. So now you're sitting at this table. You've got all of this food in front of you and you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking, which is there's no way. Like, I can barely finish one plate, but I'm going to try. So you sit down, and you're me, and so you eat all of your plate because you just have an insatiable hunger. And so you're eating, you know, and you finish that plate. Then you move on to the second plate, and you're like, oh, my gosh, and you're already feeling full. And you try, but as hard as you try, you can only eat about half of the second plate. So now you have left on this table, and it's already getting cold because it's already taking you time. You have left on this table one full order that you normally get and then a half order of what you normally get. And so what do you do in that moment? And I think there's two options. Number one is you look at what's left and you go, yeah, no way. Thank you so much for the service. Have a good night. And you walk out of there. You know, it's like deuces. I'm done, right? And, and then the plate of food is left there on the table. And what happens? It gets wasted, right? It gets thrown away. That's just the way it works. Now, some of you argue with me and you're like, no, no, Steve, I would not do that, okay? If there was that much food left, I would take it home for leftovers, Sure you would, okay? And then this is what happens. And your parents know this, right? You put all that food and they give you the little leftover thing and you're like, that's so great. And then you put it in the fridge and then four weeks later, there's mold on it. You know what I'm saying? Because you never ate it. Because here's what happens to leftovers more often than not. Leftovers get wasted because, because the more you have, the more you waste. And this is so true of time as well. See, and you and I have a unique opportunity this summer because you've got 80 days. You've got thousands of hours. You've got hundreds of thousands of minutes. You have almost 7 million seconds. And with all of this time, because time is a use it or lose it sort of thing, the danger is the more you have, the more you waste. And so here's the question that I want to go after tonight for just the next 10 minutes. The question is this, how can I get the most out of my minutes? Because you and I have the same number of minutes. We have a limited number of things that we can actually do this summer. We only have 80 days. So how can I actually get the most out of my minutes? In other words, how can I end my summer not the way I ended that video game? How can I end my summer without having that sinking feeling, the pit in your stomach of, oh, I wasted it. Oh, I had the time, but I wasted instead. Instead, how can you get to the end of the summer and think that was incredible? In fact, that was that was the best summer I've ever had. This is the question. How can I get the most out of my minutes? And this, this question right here, which is so good for us as we talk about the summer, was also good for the early church. People that were following after Jesus were asking this exact same question. And so I want to look at what a guy named the Apostle Paul actually said as, as people, his people were trying to figure out, how do I get the most out of my minutes? So I want you to do this. Grab your Bibles. They're going to be right either under your chair or maybe right in front of the chair in front of you, uh, uh, underneath the chair in front of you. I want you to turn to the book of Ephesians. And we're going to look on page 1176. 
page 1176. This is actually a letter written by the guy I was talking about, a guy named the Apostle Paul, who actually tried to answer this question. How can you get the most out of your minutes? Paul had just finished talking about all the stuff that Jesus had done for us. How God loved us so much that Jesus came and he died for us. And that proves to us that God's love for us is so much bigger than we could ever imagine. His grace to us is so much better than we ever thought. And then he knew the people, the people he was writing to were struggling with this question. How can I get the most out of my minutes? And so here's what he says. Starting in verse 15 of chapter 5, he says, So, be very careful then how you live. Okay, and this is exactly what we're talking about, right? You gotta be so careful because you have all this time over the summer and the more you have, the more you waste. And Paul is saying, you gotta listen. When it comes to time, time is a use it or lose it sort of deal. So you gotta be careful because if you're not careful, you're gonna waste it because leftovers get wasted. And so he goes on. He says, careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. And then he says what we're trying to get after, which is this, making the most every opportunity. In other words, I want you to be wise. I want you to pay attention. You only have 80 days. You only have a few hours. You only have a few seconds. I want you, and I know that you want you to make the most of every minute, of every second. And so he begins to answer this question. But before he answers our question, Paul says something really weird. In fact, if you're new to like studying scripture, you're new to church, this is going to sound even more strange. Even if you've grown up in church, this may be something where you're like, say what? Like what on earth is he even talking about? I'm telling you, when I first read this, I was like, what is he saying? Paul said this. Paul said, because the days are evil. Ooh, you know, it's like, what? The days are the days are evil, really, like, the, you know, like I start thinking about Walking Dead, you know what I'm saying? It's like, is that what he's saying? Like, is he saying that zombies are going to come out now and like that's what's going to happen with the days, right? No, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is exactly how you and I feel at the end of every summer. Because you and I, and I know this, and I know that 80 days from now, you're going to tweet this, you're going to post it on Instagram, you're going to Snapchat it, you're going to text it, you're going to say something along these lines. Summer just went by too fast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe school is already here. Like what happened to these days? In fact, you and I know this, right? When you have a day at school and, and you've got like tests and projects and all that stuff, doesn't that day last forever? You know what I'm saying? And then you get to summer and aren't the days like this big? You know, it's like what? Like there's something wrong with the days. June and July have different days, I swear. They're like eight hours long. I swear, like there is something wrong. In other words, there's something wrong with these days. The days are evil. There's something wrong with them. Because it's like we just started summer and then it's over. And Paul's saying that exact same thing. He's saying, I know how you feel. I know that you feel like summer is gone and you blink and it's over and what even happened. And then you got all this regret. And so he's saying, I want to help you make the most of every opportunity because you and I know that the days are short. The days are evil. The days do something kind of crazy over the summer. And then he gives us the advice of how to actually do that. And so he says this, therefore, okay, in light of all that, in light of the fact that time is a use it or lose it sort of thing, and you got all this time, but the more you have, the more you waste, in light of all that, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And this is the key. See, the key is understanding what God's will is. And more specifically, it's understanding that you care about your time and you know that you care about your time. But did you know, did you know? 
that God actually cares about your time. In other words, you've got plans for the summer. You've got this idea for what you want to do this summer. But did you know that God actually has plans for your summer as well? And I know a lot of times when we think about God having plans and God having ideas of how you're going to spend your minutes and hours, sometimes it can feel like God's trying to box us in or God's trying to make us suffer or he wants us to do something that we don't want to do. We have a tendency to think that God is somehow out to get us and that his plans for us are no good. But I'm telling you, that's not true at all. See, God cares about your time because God cares about your life. See, the big idea is that God actually cares about your time. He cares about your minutes. He cares about your seconds because God actually and truly cares about your life. The reason we know that is because why would he have sent Jesus if he didn't love you? Why would he have made that big sacrifice if he didn't actually care? And so God's got an idea of how you can spend your summer. Not because he's trying to box you in, not because he's trying to make you feel bad, but because he actually cares about you. And you've got plans for your summer and you've got an idea of what you want to do. And God does as well. In fact, as I was thinking about, about tonight and about you and about what's going to happen this summer, I kind of got this feeling like God was whispering a question to me. And maybe it's the same question that he's starting to whisper to you. And here's that question. What if everything changed this summer? What if, you know that relationship with your best friend or like it's your ex-best friend because they used to be your best friend, but now they're no longer talking to you and they're ignoring you. What if God changed that this summer? What if all of the like self-doubt and self-hate and you just feel bad and you've got some like depression and all this stuff going on, what if this was the summer that that changed? What if like all that you're feeling with your parents and they don't understand you and you don't understand them, and it's like you guys are constantly fighting and you don't talk, you just fight. What if God actually changed that this summer? Because see, God has plans for you. Not because he's trying to restrict you, but because he loves you. Because he actually cares about your life. So what if, what if everything changed this summer? And see, that's the reason that we do M12 all summer long. The reason that we don't take a break is because we believe that this could actually be true for you. We believe that God could actually change your life. And what if this was the summer that he did that? What if this summer God completely changed your life for the better? So that's why we're doing M12 all summer long. In fact, that's why next thing, uh, next week, we are kicking things off with a bang and we're doing something called our summer kickoff, right? And you've already heard about this and everything we normally do in here is gonna be done out there and we're gonna be having free Rita's ice for every single student here next week at our summer kickoff. I'm telling you, it's gonna be incredible. Not only that, not only that, we're gonna be doing some games outside we're going to be having all sorts of fun outside. We're going to be giving away a prize that we call our summer break uh, starter kit, okay? So here's what we're going to be giving away for you, okay? The model is not included, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to be giving away... We're going to be giving away an American flag tank top along with some American flag sunglasses and, of course, how could we not, some Starbucks as well. So you have a chance to win that and... And, hold up, listen up, and 
your friends have a chance to win that as well. In fact, listen to this, listen. The reason that we're doing our summer break, the reason that we're doing our big summer kickoff is not just because we want to give away prizes and not just because we like doing stuff outside and not just because we think Rita's Ice is going to be fun. All those things are true. But here's the deal. The reason we are kicking things off with our summer kickoff is because we want you to know that we're doing M12 all summer long and we want your friends to know about M12. Because next week could actually change your life. And not just because of the prizes and the giveaway. In fact, it could actually change your friend's life as well. Because next week at the end of the night, we're going to be giving students a chance to respond to the truth that Jesus loves you so much that he died for you. And I know this, I know that many of your friends don't know that truth. In fact, many of your friends, you've wanted to invite them here, but they've always had tests to study for. They've always had projects to do. They've always had homework they need to do, or they got sports. And now is a unique opportunity for you to actually invite your friends to be here, friends that normally wouldn't be here so that they can hear about Jesus. And what if next week was when your friend's life changed? Or what if, maybe for some of you, what if next week is when your life changes? What if many months from now we're having baptism again and it's you getting baptized because of what happens next week? See, that's why we're doing our big summer kickoff. And that's why we're doing stuff all summer long. We're just going to breeze through this. You got this on your, on your chair when you walked in. These are kind of the plans. Right after we do that in June, we're starting a brand new series called Camouflage right? And uh, we're not doing camouflage just because of like big pickup trucks and country music, although that's part of it, right? The reason that we're doing camouflage is because there are things that Jesus actually said, and this is crazy. You might not have known this. There are things Jesus said to you, and he said, hey, I want you to keep it a secret. Jesus actually told you to keep some secrets. He told you to keep some things hidden. And so next week, or starting in June, we're going to be talking about the things that Jesus said we need to keep secret because we believe that when you do those things that Jesus said to keep secret, it could actually change your life. And then, of course, you know this, on June 9th, we're going to be hanging out together doing a Meet Me at Sky Zone. And so we've got waivers here. As you're walking out today, you're going to get those waivers. They're awesome. Bring them home to your parents. Have them sign it. Come back here. Bring it in. Turn it in. And then we're all going to be meeting together at Sky Zone, hanging out together. Of course, we couldn't do a series called Camouflage without Camo Day on June 18th. That's a Thursday, so you get to wear all of your camo. The person with the best camo wins, right? It's going to be incredible. Okay, that's what we're doing in June. Now, hold on. In July, in July, we're doing a series called Red, which has nothing to do with Taylor Swift, okay? Sorry to let you down. I know, I know it's sad. But what we're going to be talking about with Red is we're going to be talking about the things that Jesus said, some of our favorite things that Jesus said. In fact, there are some Bibles that have his words in red, so we're going to be telling our favorite stories because those are the stories that changed our life, and we think it's going to change your life as well. Then we're going to be doing something called Duluth Festival. You're going to find out more about that. Then on July 14th, we're going to have a pool party together. We're going to get together, have a good time. And then finally, then finally, okay, finally, we're going to have something July 20th through 24th called NTS Camp, okay? And the reason that we do NTS Camp, and I want you to hear this, okay? The reason we want you to sign up for NTS Camp is because every year we go, God does something incredible. 
In fact, this will be my third year going to NTS camp. I remember going the first year, and I remember watching all of these students' lives change. I was blown away. I was amazed. And then the very next year, I remember going, and I had this thought, and this was maybe a bad thought to have, but I thought, God, you did so much good stuff last year. How could you top that this year? And a lot of you that went, no, last year, know that he did. We had something called the Share Square where many of you talked about what God was doing in your life. I'm telling you, I never saw so many students pray for one another. I never saw so much spiritual breakthrough. There was something incredible that God did at NTS camp. And I wish, there's so many stories that came out of NTS camp. I wish we had time for all of them. Unfortunately, we only have time for one. So I just want to read to you one story from a student who went to NTS camp last year. This is what she said. She said, in the start of last year, I was at an all-time low. I was so obsessed with what others thought of me, having friends, boys, boyfriends, and worldly things. I was so broken and lost, I actually hated my life. And as the year went on, I, it got worse and worse. And so one day I realized that I needed to get my relationship with Jesus back. So I started to go to church more and actually take some stuff home from what I learned. And in May, one of my really awesome friends invited me to NTS camp. I was super excited that she invited me, and I was so excited to go. And once school got out, I had an intimate relationship with Jesus. But listen to this. But I never spent time with him. As the summer went on, these are her words, I started to waste time on my phone. I would sit on my phone for hours on end and watch Vines, YouTube videos, Instagram. Towards the middle of the summer, my spiritual life was dead. I lived life for myself. I didn't care about anything that wasn't me, divine stats, social media, or my friends. I was consumed with the world. And then it was about a week before NTS camp that I really realized that I did not want to go to camp at all. I didn't want to go because I was ashamed of who I was and ashamed of my relationship with the Lord was no longer in existence. Lucky for me, once I arrived at camp, everything changed. After about one service at NTS camp, all I wanted was Jesus. I knew that he still loved me, but struggled with why. And one night at NTS during worship, I was in tears. So many thoughts raced through my head. The main one that stuck out to me was this. I am so unworthy of God's love, but he has chosen to love me out of his grace. His astonishing love was placed in me because of his grace. And my sinful, selfish self was loved by the creator of all things. And this completely changed me. I decided from, from that point on, I was gonna live my life every breath for Jesus. And in that moment, all of my worries, obsessions, wants, cares, and regrets were surrendered to Jesus. And see, this is what we think God can actually do in your life, not only at NTS, but this summer. And so as we talk about what we can do this summer, as we talk about trying to figure out what God's will is for us this summer, here's the three things I think God is calling us to do. How we can spend our summertime. Number one is that you're here every week. We're doing M12 every single week and the reason we're doing this is because we think, we honestly believe that you being here every week could actually change your life. And for many of you, you know that's your story right? That God actually started to change you the more you started coming here. What if this was the summer that he did that for you? Being here every week. The next one is that you'd hang out together. 
This is why we're doing stuff like pool parties and Sky Zone, because not only is it good for you to actually be here on Thursday night, but it's good for you to hang out with one another, even apart from a Thursday night. In fact, what would it look like? Just imagine, what would it be like if you and like five of your friends got together and you started reading scripture together once a week? What if you went up over to each other's house and you set up your enos and you did all that and then you got your Bibles out and you started just hanging out with one another, talking about what God was doing in your life? Because he could do that this summer. And then the very last thing is NTS camp. It's more than just a camp. We think it's going to be an experience that you will forever remember and we think it could be an experience that God could use to actually change your life. And there's some of you There's some of you in the room that you're that like extra credit kind of person and you like you exempted your finals and stuff because you had like 102 in the class, you know, and so you're like all in for all this extra credit and maybe some of you right now are like, give me more. I want to know what else I can do to make this summer really count. So here's kind of the last extra credit. You don't have to do this, but I think if you did this, it would change your life. What if you read scripture every day? Not like a book every day, not even a chapter every day. What if you just read a few verses every day? We had a challenge for some of you a few months ago where we talked about actually reading through Luke. What if you did that this summer? Tonight we read out of the book of Ephesians. What if you read through the book of Ephesians? What if you read scripture every day? And here's the big question. Here's why we're talking about all this. Here's why we're talking about your time this summer because we think God may actually be whispering this question to you. What if? Everything changed this summer. What if your friendships changed? What if your relationship with God changed? What if God used these three simple things to forever change your life? Because see, time is a use it or lose it sort of thing. And the more you have, the more you waste. And you and I have 80 days together. And just imagine what God could do with that much time. Imagine how your life could change. Not because God is trying to box you in. See, God cares about your time because God cares about your life. Let me pray for you. So God, we love you. And uh, we we only love you because you first loved us because you sent Jesus to die for us. And this summer we have such an extraordinary opportunity to grow in our faith. And I pray, God, I pray that this summer would not be a summer that's wasted. That it wouldn't be a summer that we get to the end and we think, oh, if only I'd have done that different. Instead, I pray this would be a summer that these students look back and they say, that was the summer that my life forever changed. God, we think you can do that. And so we love you. We love you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.